Kathy to episode three of the First Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Patrice Wallace. And today we have a very, very special guest, um, my best friend and entrepreneur, artist, creative, like she has so many things that she does, but we have the wonderful, beautiful Angela husband with us. If I had an applause, I would give an applause. Like, let me just, I'm over here. So I'm so excited to have you. We kind of just, um, decided this, um, impromptu to do a episode on, um, aging. I, I titled this episode aging grace purposefully. I didn't put aging gracefully. I put aging grace because, um, I want this conversation to talk about the aging process, but also just giving ourselves some grace, like, you know, like, I like giving that. ourselves some grace. <laughs> so, um, I think sometimes as women, as we get older, there can be a lot of pressure, really feel pressure, but I know that there is pressure to like, still look youthful. There's lots of different pressures. So I wanted this episode to talk about aging and getting older, but also without the pressure, without, you know, um, feeling like getting older is a negative because I don't see it that way. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts and I'm going to do my very best to stay on script, um, because we are truly best friends in real life. So this conversation could probably go for hours and hours and hours, but I'm going to try to stick to the script and keep it to 50 minutes. So welcome, Angela. Would you like to introduce yourself to the audience and tell them anything about um, yourself and what you do and who you are? Sure. I thought you did a great job introducing me. So I'm just going to probably repeat some and add to it. But um, yes, I am the owner of BFF Vintage. Um, I'm wearing some uh, BFF Vintage satin floral robe right now for today, just to showcase some things that I have and a dear piece that I love. But, um, also, like you stated, um, I'm an actress, a writer, visionary, creative being, a dream seeker, and also a momager of two artists, um, my son and daughter, and um, and now a wife again. So. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so many titles. And I guess the first thing I would want to talk about is maybe how we met. Um, I think that's a good way to kind of uh, get into this. So, and I'm saying, I'm thinking of that because when we first met shortly thereafter, you were doing Hairspray, the, the play. Mm -hmm. And we got to come see you in this play. So she has been, um, in the acting and this creative field for a very long time. And a big part of our friendship, I think was her introducing me to a lot of, um, art interest that I didn't even really maybe know that I had. That I didn't know that our city, we're both from Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, that I didn't know the city had. So that was a big part of um, the initial part of our journey was just you exposed me to a lot of creative outlets. And that has really um, sustained in me. When I moved away from Cleveland, Ohio and came to Dallas, I immediately sought after the artistic scene primarily because you had shared so much of that with me and I came to love it. So, yeah. Um, I love going down memory lane and just... Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know if you want to tell the story of how we met, but what I want to point out about how we met is that... Save time for we, me. I will. I just want to say that we became friends... We've been friends for a little over 10 years. So we became friends as adults. Like we became friends. I was 35, probably. So it, you know, sometimes I know on this journey, when we get older, as women, we talk about the difficulty in making friends, you know, as adults. 
And a lot of times I think your friendships maybe come from where you work and things like that. But we did not work together. We were just two women in the world in our mid-30s who became friends. And I think that is a very unique story because I know that some women struggle to make connections and find friends later in life. So I just wanted to, you know, start with that. But if you want to tell how we um, actually met, you can start that story. It was a lovely evening. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was like the... The XYZ or A Loft. Is it A Loft or A Loft Hotel? How do you say it? I say A Loft, but I don't know if that's correct. But we were there at at the bar having a drink and I think I just noticed that you had on some cute vintage jumpsuit. And I feel like it started with a compliment and it kinda opened up the conversation and it just the conversation flowed naturally and and then it was like when you want to go out sometime and you want to meet out sometime and we made plans and we've been hanging out ever ever since going to like you said art uh events throughout the city going to dinner dressing up doing vintage shopping together um, so yes. we had a lot of interest and then it was um interesting and a surprise because I feel like I kind of knew about it but not really when you shared that you and my sister was in a singing group well at a fifth I don't know like sixth grade yep middle school so you had that creative artsy side too and so that was that was cool that yeah then we became friends later on so it was just a natural fit Yeah, I remember, um, I wouldn't have been able to say where we were. So I'm glad that you can remember that we were at the Aloft Hotel. I just remember being out. And part of the reason why I decided to do this episode today is because I will be turning 46 on Saturday. So I am a Libra. And I feel like Libras just have an affinity and are drawn towards beauty, fashion, like all that. And I remember being at the Aloft and I saw this woman who had on this like uh, cute bandage dress. Like I remember the dress you had on, like this really cute dress. Like you just looked so cute. And I was just like, oh my God, like I want to be her friend. (laughs) So, and that's how I meet a lot of people, um, you know, in in my later life is like I see somebody and I'm like oh like I want to hang out with them so I I remember sliding in your DMs on Facebook because I didn't even have an Instagram back then but um sliding in like your messenger or something in Facebook and being like do you would you ever want to hang out or something like that and then we just have been friends ever since so yeah um and you're a uh, Facebook too and I'm like, oh, look at our pictures with our daughters, and they're going on the trips. I think I saw when you you all went to um, California or drove across the country, and I'm like, yeah, he's gonna be a fun friend. <laughs> and we both had two children around the same ages, a little bit, like so. We were kind of in the same stage of life too, so that made it um, easier, you know, and. Um, Yeah. So I do want to say, you know, to women of our age, be open to new friendships. I remember when Drake came out with that song, No New Friends, and I always was like, that's silly because like, be open to new friendships um, because our friendship has... Your life. Yeah, for sure. I have been very fortunate to have good women friends on my journey. Um, You know, I had a, a best friend from seventh grade until probably like my thirties that we were to ride or die and together all the time. And then, you know, just naturally by our own family situations, that relationship changed or evolved and we weren't hanging out as much. And I remember when I met you, I was really hanging with just my brother and his friends and I didn't really have a good girlfriend. And so I always tell the story, like I had went out with this girl before you and I became friends and I was like auditioning friends, like trying to find a good girlfriend. And that first person, like 
um, it just didn't, it just didn't click. Like, so, um, I was so grateful when we became friends and our friendship over the course of 10 years has really, um, evolved. I mean, there's been major life transitions that have occurred that you have been a part of, and, you know, uh, been supportive, you know, um, when my father passed, you were there. I, I was just thinking before we got on the call, I had to have surgery before I um, moved to Dallas to have a lump removed from my breast. Things that happen when you get old, er, um, and you were there for all those things. No, because I'm over here about to tear up, like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go, we're going to talk about the good stuff, but I just want to say, if ladies, if you are in your 40s, mid 40s, and you are looking for friends, don't be afraid to, you know, be open minded and say hi to people when you see them because you can still make friends at this age. So I just wanted to, to say that. Um, it was, it was such a moment for me during my wedding to have all of my closest girlfriends to be a part of the wedding from different stages of my life, from, mm -hmm. from high school, college, and, you know, and then in work life later on in life. And then the rest of my friendships or friends were in the audience. So that was just such a sweet feeling, though. But, yes, be open to meeting new people and gaining new friends along the way. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about your wedding because I do want you to talk to um, our listeners about getting married in your, you know, later life. Um, I know that's something that women sometimes are worried about that is too late or they run out of time. So I do want to talk about that too. Um, but we have, we have some questions. I did make an outline. Um, so we're going to, like I said, try to stick to our script. Um, really quickly we did before we got on, we were talking about makeup. Um, my birthday is Saturday. You and I have both had conversations as you're speaking about the wedding, about going and getting our makeup done and just the obstacles of makeup when you're 45, 40, you know, past 40. Um, I don't like a lot of makeup. Like, I don't think it looks good. And it's hard because I'm conditioned to believe that I need the makeup. But every time I go get my makeup done, I hate it. Like, it's too much makeup. And I feel like it ages you. Like makeup just in general ages you, so I'm I look already like a person. It's scary, yeah. nervous when they turn me around or put the mirror to me, and I'm like, "Who is that person?" Like I don't like it. I can't get with the eyelashes. I've tried that several times. I just it's not for me. I'm just gonna stick with mascara. But yeah, too much makeup just doesn't work for me either. I remember last year for my birthday, I got my makeup done and I, the girl, I, I specifically chose her because she had like a natural look, like, you know, she had a glam look, but she had a natural look. So I'm like, I'll get the natural look girl. And I should have known because she was like going and going and going for like an hour. Like it shouldn't take, you know, over an hour to do a natural look. So I should have known but she turned me around and it, I mean, it probably would have been beautiful for somebody else, but it was too much. Like it just, it was too much makeup. And then um, it's like, did it to the look, like, especially if you get it done for an event, then it's like, do you take it off and like mess it up or have to start all over? Or do you just commit to looking like whatever it is you look like? <laughs> That's the scary part. And I committed. And what was crazy is I remember, um, I messaged my daughter. So I have two daughters, if I haven't said that on the podcast already, um, ages 26 and 21. And I talked to my older daughter and I'm like FaceTiming her with this makeup that looks crazy to me. And she's like, oh my God, it's so pretty. And I'm like, it's not like, so I feel like younger people, what they like in makeup is probably different maybe than what I like, because I can't do the lashes either. Like I've done lashes every kind of way. I've done the strip lashes. I've had lashes like, um, you know, actually the individuals put on, I want to rip them off every time. Like every time I don't like it. Yeah. I just, I don't know. <laughs> so for this podcast, what I did was I put on some mascara and some red lipstick 
And I was like, to me, red lipstick is it just make you look like you tried. You know, like at least like it makes it feel, it makes me feel like <laughs> I want I remember when I was a little younger than I am now. Um, but this one woman, she would wear red make lipstick all the time and I thought it was so pretty. It seemed like her teeth, you know, were white and just straight. You could see it more. I've always been a nude lip, but I think I wanna eventually venture to some color. Maybe switch it up. I've been doing this look for a long time. It's been working for me, but I you love know, it. Yeah, I, I think so. Who's your um? Who would you say is like an inspiration, like a fashion or makeup, like a person who you like look like you like their style? Somebody, I don't know if like somebody I, old school. Like I would say Tracy Ellis Ross, and Tracy Ellis Ross to me is a woman who is aged gracefully. She don't do a lot of makeup. She, that's probably where I got. I wear Ruby Woo lipstick just like she does. Like that's probably where I borrowed that from because to me that's a simple trick that I can just put on some red lipstick put on some mascara and I'm out the door and it looks like I tried to do something to me I don't know what it looked like to everybody else but it makes me feel good yeah she she was gonna be a person I named we think alike so Mm -hmm. (laughs) the other lady I always mention Jody Jody is her name I can't think of what her last name is um, but I like some of the old, like Diane Carroll, you've all, you've sent me quite a few, um, you know, old school movie scenes with Diane Carroll. Yeah. 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 Pam Greer, right. like some of them older, you know. Yeah. And I feel like those look, those women had more simple looks. Like they didn't have, you know, a whole ton of makeup. They didn't have, um be you know their bodies done or anything like that we haven't got our bodies done i'm not saying i wouldn't get my body done or i'm against getting my body done um it just hasn't come to that quite yet for me i, I don't know like oh, but she's always someone i've always admired her beauty Wait, who did you say dorothy dandridge mm-hmm. yes that's another good one yes um yeah i think so do you like that that look over the new age makeup and look or maybe both yeah maybe a combination because i feel like Mm -hmm. with bff vintage it's like an ode to vintage because i love it the influence of it and then a mix with with the new so i appreciate Mm -hmm. both Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah um okay so what do you what how do you feel about filters? I'm playing I've been I've been playing with filters like I don't love They're- filters. I don't love them. But I also sometimes it's another thing like makeup like some like it feels like something I'm supposed to maybe put on and sometimes it looks it's- okay but some- your makeup and you want to take a picture then it's a instant makeup just mm-hmm. for a picture if you want but Sometimes it's exaggerated, and I don't like I don't like when it's overly exaggerated. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so. yeah. How do you feel about getting older? Like, do you feel like, um, I don't know. Like, do you feel like you're dreading it? Like, are you? How do you feel about it? Like, I feel that it's a blessing. I feel like each new day. New Year is a blessing to be alive and to be on this earth. So I I embrace it and I'm thankful. So I en- I enjoy that that part of it. I do look at it as a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel more confident. I mean, I've always been confident, but I feel like it's just on another level as far as being able to speak my mind um, on any topic or. If you know, I had some things that happened at work, just being able to stand up for myself and just just to be able to confront things, being fearless about it and and still being fearless about even trying new experiences. You know, I went parasailing. I cannot swim, but I just I'm like, it's so beautiful. I want to do it. It's something I want to do. I want to experience. 
And when I saw that they landed in the water and not on land, I, I had a, a, a slight moment where I was like, mm, I don't know. But at this age, I'm like, nah, I'm going to just go for it. So oh, no. time to land and that boat slowed down and I knew it was going down in the water. I just prepared myself and I'm glad that I did. So just being fearless with new experiences too. Um, I think though, yeah. So growing older is, is, is fine. I do have, do you have a, okay. Do you have like a favorite part of getting older? Is it the confidence? Would you say that comes with it? Yeah, I would say the confidence and then and also feeling wise. I feel like mm-hmm. enough years that I feel like I always have a story. Like if somebody is going through something or I feel like I can share something that may help someone or just to be able to have that conversation. Um, but yeah, confidence. I was going to say that I've probably worn clothes that show more skin or bikinis now than I did when I was younger. Um, you know, we went to Oceanside, California, and I'm marching. We all in bathing suits walking down the street. Uh, so, I mean, I just felt confident and comfortable to be able to do that. So, yeah. And did we didn't think twice about it. Like, I didn't even think anything about it. <laughs> I, think so, I think sometimes, I mean, like... Each, but still, but just walk you know, walking in your bikini and well, you had the the risque suit, I but my I was in my yeah. I want to be naked, and sometimes I just feel like that. Like I, I I do feel like I I agree with you. I show more skin, or I'm more comfortable to show skin now than I was when I was younger, which is so odd. I never even thought about it until you just said it. But um. Yeah, I'm in this era where I think I would be naked a lot. Like if I if it was permissible and it wasn't sh- like you know if it wasn't like looked frowned upon, like I might be naked all the time. Like I don't know. Um, I'm sure you just thought about it too hard or wonder if you looked okay. And now I feel like yeah, I look okay. I look great. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's your I was going to ask, so what's your least favorite thing about aging? Oh, yeah. Least favorite thing. I have a couple of things. But the first one I would say is just the random aches and pains that's just out of the blue. Like, um, I don't know. I recently had something called frozen shoulders. So I do want to know if whoever is listening, if they've ever heard of that or experienced it because... It was new to me. I never, I didn't even know what it was. And I made the mistake of Googling shoulder pain and thinking I was going to die. But um, <laughs> but I think the, the medical term is uh, adhesive capillitis. But it was, I was, my shoulder was stiff. I just woke up one morning and it was just painful to do anything like lifting my arm or going behind my back. And so I think maybe that's, something that's just odd and with getting older having to experience these out of the blue aches and pains or something or being I used to I could wear heels all day with no problem but now I kind of expire after you know a couple hours or so so I don't know Uh, I feel like you I feel like you still can wear heels longer than any person I know like you still wear like I it's so crazy to me. Like, I literally would wear heels all around college campus, like all around the campus. I would come home. I would cook dinner in my heels. Like, I, 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 it was never an issue. Now, baby, if I can put on flats, like, it, I'm, I'm thinking about even for Saturday. Like, I have a dress, and I'm like, is there a way that I can somehow switch into flats after dinner? Because... I haven't found like the right kind of flats to wear. Like I, I feel like I always need a little bit of height because it, it just looks good for me. But I haven't found like the comfortable in between shoe. Do you think Do you, we'll ever I, wear kitten heels? I don't know. Aren't they coming in? Don't they have some? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. 
maybe we need to try kitten heels and see how we feel. I'm only five foot one and three fourths, so heels were that was a big deal for me. And the fact that I can't wear them anymore like I used to is um, that's hard. But aches, random aches and pains, absolutely. You were about to ask me what what I um, I do. Did have you experienced any? Yes. Um, so I would say the most outrageous thing is all my life, I had 2020 vision. Like, oh my gosh, I was going to mention that. That was, I got my list here. Yeah. Like, I had 2020 vision. I could see, I mean, just amazing eyesight. And then, oh, within the last, my, my eyesight definitely has deteriorated probably over the course of 10 years. They kept trying to tell me I needed glasses and I refused. Like I was like in denial. Like I I had, I would literally be like, I had 20-20 vision my whole life. Like I don't need glasses. So I finally buckled down and got glasses. But in the screening of getting the glasses, they diagnosed me with macular degeneracy. I don't know if I'm saying it right. So essentially, I'm gonna go blind. And when I tell people that, they're always like, oh my God. And I was like, I, this is another thing, I guess. Like, what can I do? Like, he said, it's not, um, it's not a, it's genetic. Like, it's something, you know, he, he, the eye doctor told me it's more common in Caucasian populations. And then he asked me if any of the people in my family married somebody who was Caucasian. So then I was like, well, sir, I would imagine if there's Caucasian in my blood, it probably wasn't necessarily through voluntary marriage, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I have macular degeneracy and I'm going blind and I don't know how much longer I have to see. So I'm excited to like see as much as I can. Do you wear readers? I, wear, I have readers. Like I can't see, like I have to do my phone certain ways. I don't, I haven't increased the font size in my text because I don't want anybody reading my messages. So I'm not there yet, um, but I can move it where I can read my messages but yeah so I got readers I'm a librarian too so it looks kind of cute with the outfits and stuff but I need it seriously to see so I don't have readers I um am nearsighted so I need my glasses for driving like I cannot see on the road like it's horrible and I, I it's it's crazy like that I was living like that because I was refusing to get glasses and no, then I, when I, I, I when I I'm going to get the car with you. Yeah, and then when I finally got the glasses, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like a whole new world. But um, no, I don't need readers, but I did increase my text font. Like my font is, and people who look at, like my kids will be like, oh my God, like, you know, like, why is your font so big? But I, I can't see it. Like I had to do that. So yeah, I, I increased my font. Um, What else? I don't like... um. I always tell you, like, these chin hairs, I don't understand it. Like, why are they so aggressive? Like, I I feel like I've always probably had facial hair, but never that I had to shave or anything that I had to worry about. Like, I have to pluck chin hairs probably, I probably should do it multiple times a week, but I definitely do it at least once a week. Like, they come like zombies like the walking like it's so many chin hairs like I don't understand why God would do that like why would he make you get older and then you have like more facial hair you kind of try to read more about health now or not like you was neglect we were neglecting it younger but I feel like I'm more I'm trying to find out the you know the right things I should be eating like I don't I need to take vitamins. I don't take vitamins. I need to do I need to do that. Um, I don't know. I want to try eye cream and have some kind of cream. Although I didn't mention that before, but another a favorite thing that I like about getting older, which is it's funny, is that I hear that I look young or that I'm my daughter's sister or a friend. So it's like. I enjoy getting older, but I also enjoy getting the compliment that I look younger. But maybe I don't know what's going to happen. How young I'm going to look if I try this eye cream? Um, <laughs> I've already dabbled in eye creams. Um, but does it do something? Does it? 
I don't know if it does something. I I um so, have struggled with allergies my whole life, so I feel like I read somewhere that when you have allergies and you rub in your eyes, it creates that crease under your eyes. So I always like have this little bit of a crease. So I'm always trying to find ways to like lighten that. That's probably the only part of my face that bothers me. Like, you know, as far as, you know, wrinkles, if you will. Um, yeah, but I do eye cream. I take vitamins. I'm, I, I had to start taking vitamins because all of a sudden I was getting restless leg syndrome. So here's another thing. Like I was, I couldn't, my legs, um, would get these electric surges. If you've not ever dealt with restless legs, this is what this is. So like it first started on plane rides. Like I would just have this, like, I couldn't sit still on the plane, ride. Like it feels like your leg fell asleep, but then it's also like shooting electrical charges going up your leg. It's horrible. So my mother got me compression socks and I was like, okay, this is getting, this is getting a little bit too much. (laughs) So I had these big, long black compression socks that I would wear on the plane, but then it started happening, um, outside of plane rides. Like I would be at dinner and all of a sudden I can't sit still and it looks like I have ants in my pants like I can't I, I'm squirming like I so I finally started to look into that and it says that that is a symptom of men, premenopause that you might get restless legs so it magnesium was recommended I take um a premenstrual like supplement I take a reds for my eye like I take an eye vitamin so that I can hopefully prolong going blind like yeah I take vitamins um what else did you, you said something else that I was going to say. Um, I can't remember, but yeah, it's the chin hairs, the health concerns. I do still get carded. So that does make me feel good. Um, I, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I feel, I feel good. Like even at 46, to be getting carded at 46 to me is a big deal. So I, I still have a lot of, um, younger guys who still like try to talk to me. And then when I tell them I'm 46, they're like, what? Like that can't be right. So I appreciate that. I have not um, ventured into younger male territory in a long time. Um, So I don't know. (laughs) I'm kind of weird about it, but I also feel like I'm, and you are the same way you can speak to this, but I still have a very youthful spirit. So I like to to go out. I like to be social. I like to go to events. I like to get dressed up. I'm not a homebody. And I find that um, when I meet men who are my age or older, they're in the house. Like they don't want to be outside. And so that is kind of been, you know, an obstacle for me as far as dating men my age, because they're not one, I don't even see them outside. But then when I do meet them outside, I swear it never fails. Like we'll go on a couple dates and then somewhere in this dating, they'll tell me like, well, I don't like my women to be outside too much. And I'm like, we, we met outside, like I'm going to be outside. Like, so, but the younger men, you know, they are outside. So I don't know. I I'm questioning, um, my philosophy on dating and what ages, because, uh, I had an Uber drive. Go ahead. I I feel like getting older too. Sometimes I don't want to go outside. Like I'll be, I'll be excited to go home and sit down somewhere. As before, I used to feel like I was missing something, mm-hmm. but I guess I've been to so many events, so many, you know, parties or I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I'm excited to just sit down and I, and I've become comfortable with doing that. Not saying I don't go out, but I I definitely pick and choose where my energy is going to be. Do you feel like I want to, Ooh, I didn't put this on the outline, but I want to talk about anxiety. Like, do you feel like you have um, more anxiety about going out or do you I don't know. Did you ever have anxiety about going out? I feel like what I hear, like a lot of older people, men and women, like my brother acts like if he goes outside, there's going to be a mass shooting. There's going to like something crazy is going to happen. So he has to stay in the house. Like, because 
I don't know. Like if he goes outside, he'll die. I I don't really know. But um, and you saying that you don't like to be outside is relatively new. I feel like because I don't know that like this that's new to me because you still to me are are very social yeah i'm not saying i don't like to go outside i'm just saying i pick and choose and that getting older i'm comfortable with staying inside as before i may feel like i need to keep going or i'm missing something i might see pictures or like oh that looked fun i missed that event but getting older i'm okay with missing things and just acting and um and honoring and my me time and just being still sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel, I know that for me, the recovery time after going out is different, especially if drinking is involved. Like sometimes I feel like the alcohol is different than when we was younger. Like, like the alcohol must have more alcohol in it than it did when I was in my twenties because I, I get so sick, like to the point where it's not even worth it to me. Like it's not even worth it to go out and get and have, you know, more than a few drinks because the recovery takes forever. Yeah. I definitely feel like I have a limit now. Like this is not the same as it was before. I used to Mm -hmm. think, you know, hang with the the best of them but now i i can't handle it like i used to so i, I yeah, think I that would, the hormones you know probably i don't know i would drink and then i would go to work the next day like it was never it was no problem it it was an easy thing to do but now it takes a good 24 hours for me to recover from a night out of drinking like i need the next day to just chill so, yeah, that's definitely an obstacle. But anxiety. I meet a lot of women our age who um, are struggling with anxiety. Like, do you feel like your has your anxiety increased since you've gotten older? I don't, I don't really know. I, I think maybe people didn't talk about anxiety as much back then. So it, it could have been the same as it is now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that existed. And I just didn't know about it. So I can't say if it increased now or, um, but I do experience it depending on, you know, what's happening. If, I, if I'm planning for something or especially like traveling, like having five, it's multiple steps to do something like packing and being somewhere at a certain time or all of that just takes me out. It, so it depends on the situation that might create that for me yeah I um I feel like as you get older I remember my grandmother god bless her is still alive she's 103 and I remember being younger and my grandmother like saying things to us like turn that loud tv off or turn that loud music off like I don't want to hear all that like the images certain images certain kinds of music certain vibrations she immediately would not be able to tolerate and I remember being like oh my god like old people like are so like this is ridiculous but now I struggle with like just loud unnecessary chaos so Mm -hmm. maybe part of what happens is as you go through life and you have real experiences and real traumas that happen to you through the course of your life um watching those images becomes more real you know what i mean like for me to watch like a movie where you know a woman is maybe in a domestic violence situation that feels different having experienced those situations as opposed to maybe when i had never gone through that stuff you know what i'm saying i remember watching um what's love got to do with it in high school and I thought it was a horrible story, but I really couldn't relate or feel because I had never been through anything like that. To watch that later as an adult is a whole different feeling. So I think some of the increase in my anxiety comes from having lived life and having real fears about things that could potentially happen to me because they have happened to me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So 
I feel I like know. I can't watch certain things like maybe I used to. I'll certain movies if it's a violent scene, I can I know I'll probably turn my head now mm-hmm. before I could, you know, watch it like and just know it's acting, but I don't know what it is now where I can't handle some of it. But um I was gonna say I know I can recall my dad like having to turn the music down, like trying to find follow directions when driving. I find myself doing stuff like that where I can't concentrate. Like I'm like, this is the stuff my dad used to do and now I'm doing it. But it makes sense. And then also like hearing music today and, and thinking the music we had growing up is better than than what's out today where I'm like, I don't even know what they talking about. Can somebody <laughs> Because I can't follow along. The beats sound good, but I don't know what they're talking about. So I find myself like that. But you know, my kids they keep me on top of things. So. I like some of the I I like some of the current music, but honestly, like if I go out to like a social event and they're playing current music, I don't know none of the songs. And like, I'd be just looking silly. Cause like, I don't know, like, you know, and they'd be so into it. And I'm like, I don't know any of these songs. Like, you know, so I do prefer right. to go. Song, it might be familiar, but I can't, I don't know all the artists, some of the artists' names, the new, some of the people, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so what advice would you give women who are struggling with getting older and aging? I would say try to embrace it and look at another year of life as a blessing. Um, pray, talk to God, meditate, uh, find a, a group of friends or a friend that you can talk to as you're going through this journey. And um, that would be helpful as you're, as you're um, getting older. Find things to do that you enjoy. Look at things through child's eye. Just enjoy the simple things in life and, and, and try to do Anything that's pleasing to you, like pursue your passions and yeah, and, just, and basically again, just look at each year as a blessing. I like that. I like what you said in the beginning too about being more fearless um, and taking risks because mm-hmm. why not? You know, like at our age, why not? Um, yeah, so I agree with all of that and. Um, yeah, being I think I do feel like as you get older and people often joke about it, you do feel like you can say you can show up more authentically and say whatever is on your mind, which I probably do that already, but I think I can see it getting you know worse and worse. <laughs> so um no, I think like you said, I think setting boundaries um which, you know, has been a struggle, comes a little more naturally, a little more easily. And some of that has been, you know, through going to therapy and different things like that. But I definitely feel a lot more confident in this understanding that what's for me can't miss me. So people that are supposed to be in my life, I I, I want to just be myself, be authentic. And, you know, the people who like me for who I authentically am are the people who I tend to be around. I don't really have like, there's no feeling of like, I need to have certain friends or certain kind of friends, you know, for clout or something. Like I don't, I don't, I I really appreciate genuine authentic connection. So um, it's not, it's no longer about, you know, I want to be, I'm not vying for homecoming queen or like trying to, you know, so it's just a different kind of feeling. Like I don't Mm. need to be the most popular. Like there's not that pressure anymore. When you get older, it doesn't feel competitive. Like, you know, it just, I think you settle more into yourself. And as you become more confident with yourself, you're able to receive other women's confidence. Like it doesn't feel threatening. It doesn't feel like it just, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I feel like I like that who you you feel or at least for me I feel comfortable with doing things alone like if somebody doesn't want to go to this film festival or they don't want to go try this restaurant I can go by myself and I feel totally fine 
doing that. Like, I'm not going to miss out on an experience that I want because I don't have somebody to join me. So I, feel, I love it. I feel comfortable enough to do that. But I do also enjoy having, you know, my group of friends that I can at least talk to and laugh. Like having a part, a friend or a group of friends to be able to laugh at some of these challenging times that we may um, encounter while we're growing older or, or just to celebrate the, the good times too is important. So finding someone or, and it could be a family member, whoever, just someone that you can go through life with is, is good. Yeah. I think laughter is a huge part of our medicine or vitamins, if you will. Like one of the things that I think has sustained our relationship is our, um, we are a lot alike in a lot of ways, but one of the fundamental ways that we are like, I feel like we are people who really try to see the good in everything. So even when things are bad, I feel like we try to like find something humorous about it or, you know, like try to find the good in it or, you know, I can always count on you to make me laugh. So um, I think that's a because you know, like some of this is just completely out of our control. Like, so what do you know? I even, like I said, when the, when I got diagnosed with this eye defect, my mom was like, Oh, like, this is so horrible. Like it, I, what, there's nothing I can do. You know, like if it's something within my control, maybe then I would feel some different kind of way, but I don't, I don't have no control over that. So it just is what it is. Like it's I'm not- sure when I'm blind, to you know sit around every day being sad about it so and we that's not who we are like we don't have complaining spirits we always try to find the you know the goodness of life so I think that's what has helped our um friendship you know blossom in that way too but um yeah I like that answer um looking at life through a child's eyes I feel like that was a really good way to put that So the big question I think that a lot of women are interested in um, learning about is you recently got married this August and I was so honored to be a bridesmaid in your wedding. So even at 45, you can still be a bridesmaid. (laughs) Um, And I was, we was cute bridesmaids too. Like, you know, so the wedding was beautiful. Um, But yeah, talk about that journey, the journey of finding love in, you know, your later parts of life. Cause I know a lot of women feel like now that we've reached our forties, maybe, you know, that has, that opportunity has passed for us and we're not going to find anybody and we're going to be alone and we're just going to have to get cats. And I don't know, like, I don't feel that way, but I know that there are some women (laughs) who are concerned about, um, finding love at our age. So can you talk a little bit about your testimony and, how you know you you were able to to find love in your late um later parts of life you can say 40s i don't mind i don't know what (laughs) (laughs) i know i feel like i never asked like you to tell your age or how old you are so um yeah but you go ahead I guess I would tell women that it's never too late. If that's something that you want, think about it and visualize it. What what would you like? Pray about it. Let man let go and let God. And then the main thing is start focusing on yourself. Self-love, like doing all the things that make you happy. Pour into pour into yourself. Um it may sound cliche, but it's true. And if you're doing all this work on yourself and just living and enjoying life, that glow and that aura is going to attract somebody that could potentially, that could be a potential partner um, for you. So if you're focusing on you, then you never know what could happen. So that's what happened with me. I was minding my own business. um, And then a girlfriend introduced me to Mr. Husband. I didn't see it coming. So it it just happened out out the blue for me, and I did pray about it. Um, and I even put like the things that I wanted in uh in a partner, and I put it in my Bible, and and then I let it go. And it was maybe a couple of years after that where I was introduced to him. 
but I was just out going to festivals and doing some art stuff and and then that's how it happened for me. So it can happen for you if that's what you want. So you have to be honest with yourself too. Some some people may say that they're fine with that. And it's okay if you are, but if it's something you want, then be open to it and don't feel like it's too late. It's never too late. Yes, I like that. Um, and I I agree that, you know, a lot of times, even on my own journey, I can get caught up in this anxiety of lack. You know, I feel like I'm now transitioned to a more abundance mindset. Like, I feel like there's plenty for me in the world. But when it comes to dating, I know, you know, when I was in those anxieties, I would want to try to strategically go to places where I think these men would be, right? Like you want to go to where you think men will hang out at. And what I learned is when I'm doing things that I love to do, that's when it's best to meet a man. Like I want to be out doing things that I love, you know, like and enjoying my life. And then, you know, somebody else maybe is at the art museum enjoying his life, doing his thing. And I meet him there. Like, I think that is a more, um, you know, I think that's a more advantageous plan, if you will, is to just be enjoying your life, going out, doing the thing. If you know, you know, you like, and it might be something weird. Like maybe you like to go, you know, I don't know, cosplay. That's a big thing. Go to the cosplay thing and go by yourself if you have to, because there'll be other people there who also love cosplay. And then that's where you'll meet your people. Or you might so, just be finding your business, take going to get your vitamins in the grocery store. And then you bump into a potential partner because you're taking care of yourself and just living life. And so you just never know when it happens. Yes. Yes. I do think in those times in my life where I had anxiety about it. And I feel like I had more anxiety as a, single parent like I always felt this pressure that I was supposed to get married so my children would have you know like a father figure and um that anxiety led me down some bad paths like I was choosing you know I don't even think I feel like I wasn't choosing like whoever showed up and showed an interest I was like willing to like date you know and then because it was this anxiety of I got to have a husband, I got to get married. I was rushing into things without really vetting, you know, the people, giving it the time that it needed to develop. And I'm just so thankful that I've healed enough from that because now I, I don't have that feeling in my body anymore. So I can go out and just enjoy myself. Like, I don't, I don't worry about, oh, well, when I go out tonight, will I meet the one or like, you know, I used to have all these thoughts and like now I'm just like I just want to go have like I want to go have fun I just want to you know I remember telling my friends even in planning my birthday um weekend I just want to be free like I just want to dance like where do we where can we go where people aren't just standing around looking at each other and they're dancing like I want to dance I want to be free in my body and like celebrate life um so yeah and it's like just like you you said frolic just enjoy life, just roam around, have a good time. And that, I feel like that was, when I saw that, that's that word. I like that word too. And your visuals went perfect with it. So I don't know if you can repost that again, but <laughs> that's how yeah. I, you know. And I do think when you, when you love your life, you do have a glow. Like you do have a glow about you when you are just in love with your life. Mhm. Yeah. Oh. So, um yeah, you can still find your husband in your 40s and get married and have a whole wedding. Don't let anybody tell you that, you know, you too old to have a wedding because your wedding <laughs> your wedding was late. Like you had the like you you know, you and and I feel like you were at an age where you could choose the things you wanted for your wedding. Like you had, you know, more confidence to say, this is the kind of wedding I want, whether it looks like what other people's weddings look like or not. This is the wedding I want for myself. You know, mm -hmm. it was beautiful. Thank you. And it was so much fun planning it. I, I, I just felt special that I'm going to say Mr. Husband, that he was a part of it. He had his ideas, too. And we he was a part of the whole planning, like visiting venues. And we both agreed and could visualize how beautiful that place could be. It spoke to the 
the art side with the museum. And as I've gotten older, I love like gardening. That, those are things I used to watch my aunt do when I was a kid. And now I, I love flowers and just nature. And so that venue encompassed all of that. And it was it was everything I could have imagined. It was one of the best days of my life. That's it, such a beautiful thing to say and such a beautiful thing for women our age to hear that, at, you know, in your 40s, you could still have a day that you consider to be the most beautiful day of your life. Like, that's that's oh just beautiful. God. Look, it's the morning. <laughs> oh, my, oh, no. <laughs> but it really was. It truly was. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to let you cry. We're about to get into some fun. So we're going to wrap this up because it is getting a little late and we have to go to bed because we're old. So, um... <laughs> Right, I'm in high school, but now I'm starting to hear about you supposed to get sleep, and I'm trying to do better. Um, okay, so I thought we would play a little game, okay. and I'm going to give you some of the new age lingo that the um, young people are saying, and you tell me um, what you think the lingo means. Okay. Okay, so you ready? Uh yeah. I'll give you some, I'm going to give you some easy ones to start, okay? Okay, make me feel good about myself. <laughs> easy one. So, goat. Can you use it it's... in a sentence? <laughs> the goat, goat, the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time, yeah, the goat. You got it, you know that one. Drip. Oh, you dress, fly, you, you got on. Yes. Yeah. You got that drip on. Okay, what about sus? Questionable. You're questionable. <laughs> you doing good. We doing good. Okay. You suspect. You questionable. What does GRWM mean? GRWM. Is that like, so that would be using a text message? Or as a hashtag? Gee. Sometimes you'll see it like on Instagram or TikTok. I, Don't go to I, your phone. No, I'm using the phone to do this. I gotta write it down. I'm visual. G Okay. G R W M. Yes. Okay. G R W M. Brown. Real woman. <laughs> I don't know if I have some time to think about it, I could figure it out, but I know we on the time. <laughs> So GRWM is get ready with me. Yeah, I, I didn't know that one. So when you like, like if you ever seen those videos when they waking up in the morning or doing their makeup, it, that's a get ready with me video. Um, do you use that? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I've never done a get ready with me. Okay, what about eight down? The number eight. <laughs> or the word, she ate down. She, that's how you use it in a sentence. She ate that. Oh man, it's getting hard. Is this the medium level or this is this the hard? Oh man, she like, ate. She ate down or um. She ate. She ate like just ate. You could. Yeah, I think it's kind of the same she connotation. Did. Yeah. Isn't so that, what's what's what she ate? What what is that? That's meaning like she did that. Like she did that. So eight down, I think is is she did that all the way down. Okay, I'm so assuming did, audience. If that's not right, the, you should. Well, I know she ate. I just ain't know she ate down. So that's <laughs> on top of like she really did that. <laughs> Got it. But yeah, I know she ate though. I just ain't know about she ate down. <laughs> okay. What about um, brown? We're getting we're getting to the harder ones. Okay. What about? Yes, I feel like I heard that recently. Can you use it? This was. Um, I have some you, you got you got that Riz, Ange. Oh, oh, that sounds good then. Um, I got that good, good stuff. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what it is. So Riz. I just heard. That's a new one that I was not familiar with, but apparently it's a play off of charisma, which I love that the kids like that. 
I do too. I don't really know how to use it in a sentence, but I like it. Like Riz, like you got that Riz. I got that Riz. I we do got some Riz. I love that one. Um, caught in 4K. You said caught in 4K. Yes. So he got caught up in 4K. Mm, he got mm. caught mess, but what is for yes. <laughs> or I don't know. So I had to have heaven have my older daughter. I had to have her explain it to me. So she was like, Mom, come on, you know, like a 4K TV, like your TV is 4K. And I was like, What? And she said, the clarity. So when you get caught in 4K, it means like it's crystal. Like if you got caught cheating, I guess in 4K, it's crystal clear. You can't get out of it. Like that is what happened. Cause they caught, they was re- recorded. Well, <laughs> not necessarily that they were recorded, but that that they can't it lie in 4K. It's There's just no fine. way to get around it. Like they can't lie about it because plain that's sight. how it's in plain sight. Watch we get a um email that ain't ain't none of these right. Would you need your readers? With the- no, it's crystal clear. You in four K. Okay, this is the last. this was right. well, we might do no, this is the last one. Um and this actually came uh up for debate recently. Okay. Slime. Oh yeah. Um Halle Berry was so mad about it. I, I feel like it's not something that's not appropriate for young people. That's grown folks. We do. It's, do you get slimed down? Or I don't know. Got slimed. But that visual of her, she was upset. It was horrible. And I, I don't like that Drake did that with, and asked her and she said no and he still did it. And I feel like the connotation is Gra- you know, degrade like it. It don't seem like nothing oh, good, it, but I'm a t- thinking it is. No, it's not. Oh, nope. Mine's so slime. Mine's- so slime is an affectionate term for a person who is looked upon very favorably. That's my slime. Ain't nobody gonna call me they slime. <laughs> I not look right. People ain't like when they were slime. I'm going back to Ghostbusters time with Slimer and they got slimed. That wasn't fun. That's why she looked like that in that image. And she ain't want that image out there. Nobody wanna be. So that's and, my- and so that but that's interesting because what it means to us and what it means to them is probably two totally different things because they made it a positive. But I do remember people saying slime, like that's your boy or like your group your crew. Yeah, that's what it means. But it might have some other meanings because that picture wouldn't have been I don't know. I think it's something <laughs> It, but yeah. So what I um yeah twenty percent thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta brush up on. Oh, I gotta it? brush up. G, get ready with me. Caught in four K, slime. But you got you know we got some of them. We and we learned some new ones. So we all right. We still we still in the know. We still we ain't no job turkeys yet. You know what I'm saying? Bad. I don't do too bad. <laughs> That was thank yeah, thank you so much for being willing to hop on here with me um in celebration of getting older, and we will be the same age for the next six months until your birthday, and then we get to celebrate you, so um, I did that math the other night and celebrate with you. I'm gonna plan to be there with you and celebrate your birthday their next year or something or you know it always falls around homecoming so i'm going to be there in dallas celebrating with you or one day you're going to have to come to hbcu and celebrate your birthday um at a black college i haven't even heard you talk about homecoming is it coming up are you going Mm -hmm. it's um it's next week no i'm not do you want to shout out your school central state university okay And just so you all know, this is um, not just any Central State alumni. This is actually the queen of Central State. Um, so this ain't just, you know, any old slime. This is uh, the real, <laughs> real deal. She she ate down, okay? So, 
I just ate. <laughs> Brown. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I don't I'm gonna cut and edit this and chop it up and share some clips with the world and um yeah. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. I mean thank well, for you. Me, almost midnight. I know it's an hour back, but I wanted to say happy birthday to you. Well, and it's not till Saturday, so we still got a little bit of time. But well, I, you know, I'm I recording too. But thank yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, you got me. So can we do this over? So if you need to cut it. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how to I don't know how to do that. So we're gonna just roll with it and roll with our um with our bloopers. They'll just be on here. So but yeah, thank you. Um I love you. I love and you. And I'm so grateful that you are my friend. Um in summary, I again would just advise that if you are a woman who is in your mid forties, be open to friendships because be open to all of the love, all the abundance of love and friendship and connections because you you are not you're still alive, like you're still living, you're still breathing, and life can be beautiful, it can be good, it can be whatever you make it. So um, I wanted to say that. Did you I wanted to add my last little bit, which was it was some of the things we mentioned, but take risk. Um, what better time than there is now? Don't live life with regrets. Give it a try, give anything that you want a try. Um, live in the moment and also focus on the blessings. We, there's so many things to be thankful for and then be a blessing to someone else. Oh. Yes, I love it. Um, and just some final announcements. We have some great uh, podcast episodes coming up. We have um, Luba is going to join us and she's going to talk about love in time for Sweetest Day, which all of you may not celebrate Sweetest Day. It's kind of a Midwest thing, but Sweetest Day is October 21st. So Luba's episode will air on the 20th. So stay tuned for that. And then at the end of the month, um, actually November 3rd, Dr. Cynthia Lewis Wallace will come back on and she's going to talk to us about the stages of grief. So stay tuned for those episodes too. And let's heal. I will see you guys next time. Take care. Bye-bye.